play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 196. As always, full of great music, full of fun stuff to talk about, fundraiser track on this one to talk about, a lot of great music, bands that reach out to us, trying to keep doing it. Uh, as always, I'm constantly apologizing because I'm not doing a very good job of keeping up, at least in my opinion, but know that I am getting the requests and the messages and the emails and all of that, and I'm getting to them, including a couple on this show. Thank you. Keep doing it. Yeah. Eric, 196, a lot of cool stuff is coming out as uh, some has come out. We played some of it already on the show, but already some good releases for January, including pick that you put on here too didn't even realize it came out until you picked it but we'll get there we'll get yeah. there <laughs> we're going to start back at january 15th the struggle released tension rising and it's not too late those were the last two tracks that band will be releasing and they were a fundraiser for i believe it was called boom it was a uh, over in leeds it's a club does shows uh all the money for those two tracks was going to go to help support that. We talked about supporting the Beehive here locally as well. So get out and check out that track, uh, those tracks from The Struggle. Los Pepes on January 16th released a split with Jibaros together and Ain't Life Easy. On the 18th, Teenage Hearts released Want More. That's a good one. I like that band. Uh, Lazy Class released one of the million it's a single we're going to be talking more about that in the show here in a moment uh bad religion released a single emancipation of the mind we're going to be talking about that one more here in a moment on the 21st noogie released two singles teen idol and 2020 heathcliff released on the 22nd stay posy i think that's posy p-o-s-i posse posy posy there you go posy probably positive gotcha there you go got it now eric <laughs> I yep. appreciate it. Uh, Foxface no on the 22nd uh, released End of Man. Antagonizers ATL released on the 22nd. Kings and 45 Adapters released their EP Now or Never. Both really good. I've ordered my copies, my vinyl versions of Antagonizers ATL and 45 Adapters coming from Pirates Press should be here hopefully by the weekend. I got the splatter, which looks amazing for that Antagonizers ATL, that Kings, so good. I've been listening to that a bunch. There's 10 tracks. We played two of them already, and those two tracks are great, but they have other really great tracks on it. Getting to listen to the rest of the 45 adapters, because the title track, Now or Never, was actually on one of the Pirates Press uh, compilations that they put out back in one was late November, two were in early December, and two of those compilations are on their way to me. I already had the other one, so super excited about a bunch of vinyl coming my way, but that 45 Adapters vinyl is clear vinyl, cool-ass picture on it. Get out there and check those out. We'll be playing some 45 Adapters here in the coming weeks as well. Definitely play some Antagonizers over on Punk and I Worldwide. We've played two tracks here on this show, so I'll definitely get over and play more of that because that's a great album. Empire Down on the 22nd also released Gallows of Winter. 
And that one is awesome. Four track EP, been looking forward to new Empire Down. And that one is really great. Uh, the Gewol, Gewolnehein Strinker. It is a German word that I just probably pronounced super horribly. And the album name, uh, man, that looks like a lot of fucking letters together. <laughs> I don't know what it says. Wierund Siebgatsaunsind. I don't know if that was even close. Maybe <laughs> I'll get I'll get Google Translate to help me on that. I've been listening to it though. Uh, good band. I already like that band, but that release is a good release. Get out there and check it out. Like I said before, we start talking about these January already filled with tons of great releases. Uh, the project sellout that we had on I think it was the last episode we played the track there, right? It was last episode or was it the one before that? Either way, one of the last two episodes yep, from Sold Out. Was the last episode. Good stuff there, and uh, Just War, they had a, a track that's going to be on like a three-band split, uh, a track from Backbreaker, you know, a bunch of singles, but as far as the releases go, you know, named quite a few already. Uh, to round out the list for this episode, Rare Breed released a single called Bank Holiday from Hell on the 23rd. That's a great single. I picked that one up, too. Uh, Cure, or I think is how you say it, it's French. Uh, it's like a new wave. I, I don't know what to call it, but it's it's for sure, it's, you know, it's a, a punk of sorts. You got to check it out. I played the band before, but a new release, album is the name of the release because like single and EP and all those were the names of the previous releases. We've played them before. Definitely check it out. The Lost Riots on the 24th released early days, rare and unreleased songs. So uh, a bunch of things that either unreleased, rare, obviously, in the title. But I like the band, The Lost Riots. They are from, I want to say, Connecticut. And played them on the show before, and I listened to that. That is a cool release. Eric's going to like this one. Heretic Temple uh, released a new single, Shallow Water, that came out on the 25th. Also on the 25th, the Mighty Mighty Boston's released a new single, uh, The Final Parade. That's like an almost an eight-minute song, Eric, from the Mighty Mighty Boston's. That one is. It's the first coming Damn. out on the – they have a new release that should be coming out on Hellcat Records. That is the first single that they're releasing for it. Also on the 28th, TCIYF released a track – or is releasing a track because it ain't the 28th yet – Hammeroid, uh, Counterpunch on the 29th, that's this Friday, is releasing Handbook for the recently debriefed. Mind Power will be releasing Self-Torture. Bad Advice will be releasing the Dark Cloud single, but that's a couple, I think that's at least two tracks. Savage Beat next week, I believe, is releasing New World, but I haven't seen the exact release date. It's coming out on Rebellion Records. It might come out on vinyl before it comes digital. And if it's only on Rebellion, you might have a hard time getting your hands on it. If you're anywhere but in Europe. Uh, otherwise, it might take a while. On the 5th, Two Minute Minor is going to be releasing Back in Our Day. We'll talk more about that later in the show. And then Violent Way is going to be releasing an EP called Violent Way on the 7th. Great releases. I've already got uh, pre-ordered the Violent Way track I've got off of there already I think is all talk that was good looking forward to the rest the two-minute minor release uh, we'll talk more about it but uh, we're actually gonna be playing one of the tracks on the show we'll talk more about it then but it is great the new Mighty Mighty Boss Stones it was a cool track tons of people included in on that track including 
Amy Interrupter, the Bavona, some of the Bavona brothers, uh, Tim Timebaum, and probably like 20 or 30 other people are involved with that track. And it makes sense. It's almost an eight-minute track, so there's a lot of time for a lot of people <laughs> to get involved in that track. Yeah, a lot of uh – yeah, you're gonna need a lot of minutes to include all the all the different singers and musicians in there, right? Yeah, but that's a good thing, you know. That way, it gives them a little bit more uh, breathing time instead of it's just like, "Hey, I'm here," and then leave. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, a big, big list, Eric. Uh, it was it's really small, but I did a whole lot of talking, partly because I think yeah. so many releases are that are coming out for me personally, anyway. Uh, I thought a lot of really great releases uh, are coming out. And I, I talked, I think, about all the ones that I liked uh, that I've either heard or were looking forward to, plus several others that haven't even got a chance to listen to, so definitely have to take a listen. Right. Eric, what do you learn? I know we already know you're looking forward to that Heretic Temple. Have you heard it already? Yes. <laughs> I haven't heard it yet. There's a, yeah, there's a couple of releases where I'm like, oh, I got to listen to that, you know. And Heretic Temple is one of them. I haven't. Haven't heard it, but I expect it to be wonderful. I think That's, their last yeah. release, it was just an extra track that didn't get included or wasn't quite ready, something to that effect, on their release that came out in, yeah. what, September, October? Because they had one last year, like March-ish, and then I think they had one later in the year, like October, and this track is just a track that didn't quite make it on that last release. Yeah. That's how a, that's how a few of them go. That's how the Bad Religion single went as well. Yes, and uh, and yeah, also one that was uh, uh, that was bestowed upon me by the Mafia uh, was a band called Bleach Everything. And just based on the way that it's looked and the way that it's uh, the album cover looks and the presentation of the logo and whatnot, I'm like, okay, this looks like it'd be up my alley. Awesome. So, so yeah, that. It, yeah, the band, once again, is uh, Bleach Everything. They have an album coming out on the 29th, so in just a couple of days, called uh, Bound slash Cured. Bleach? So, you said Bleach Everything. Is that what you said? Bleach? Yep. Bleach Everything. Bleach and Everything. I'm like, okay. Okay, I'll have, to, I'll have to give that a listen. I haven't had much, uh, much of a chance to go through the emails and uh, kind of absorb everything that's coming my way and see if it's something of interest to me, but I'm going to check that out. Awesome. Do that. We're going to get to your track, which you've already mentioned is Bad Religion. But before we do, I want to give proper respect to this band because I do like their music a lot. I'm talking about their, their new release. And so we're going to have Google Translate say this in German since I think I probably slaughtered it. Uh, it translates to Habit Drinkers. So in English, the band name is Habit Drinkers. But in German, it is pronounced Gewohnheitstrinker. Gew Gewohnheitstrinker. Gewohnheitsstrinker. I don't think I said anything close to that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you said. I don't even remember it. Uh, I don't either. I'm not even going to try to rewind and, and listen. It was it was really far off. Uh, let's. The album is the really long word, and it translates to seventy four thousand. So, uh, okay, in English, seventy four thousand. In German, vier und siebzig tausend. Catch that? I don't think I said anything close to that. 
Yeah, it's weird how astronomically different German sounds compared to English, despite the fact that they, they are both Germanic languages. Right. Right. Uh, I like that band a lot, and that release is really good. Get out there. Check it out. I think it's on the Bandcamp page. I think that's where I got it, but I'm sure it's probably on iTunes or Spotify, wherever you happen to listen to your music. Uh, speaking of Bandcamp, next Friday, the 5th, Bandcamp Day. It's the first Bandcamp Day of 2021. Uh, we didn't have one in January. They decided to keep it going, so good for Bandcamp. Bandcamp will not be collecting any fees, so whatever Bandcamp would have collected from the bands next Friday on the 5th will actually go into their pockets. So all these great things that you hear on this show and you write down on your lists or keep track of and you go support the bands, well, next Friday is a good day to go support the bands and get the stuff that you like that you hear from here or wherever you happen to hear it from. Eric, let's get into some new music. Let's get into your track. What'd you pick? Yeah. Well, we said it quite a few times in this show. It's a, it's a semi-new track. We'll say it's newly released. Yes. The song, yeah, the song "Emancipation of the Mind" from Bad Religion. It just released uh, a week ago, on the twentieth of January, and I did some research on it as to whether it came up came out somewhere else, but it didn't. It was just like a leftover from their. Uh, from the album that was released in 2019, Age of uh, Unreason. Age of Unreason. Yes. There we go. I found that too. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, a lot of tracks that were on that album, they just kind of reserved and were like, hey, you know what? I guess this is a time to kind of release it as singles. Now that we're not touring, we're not writing and recording uh, new stuff. But, but they're like, yeah, let's uh, give this to kind of appease the fans a little bit. And this one came out, and and they. And it kind of came out as a result of the inauguration process and just all this uh, political upheaval that's been going on in our country for the past uh, for the past couple of weeks, either leading up to or as a result of the inauguration of our new president and vice president. Um, but yeah, don't I don't want to get on another spiel like we did in the last episode. Sure. So. Yeah, we don't have political <laughs> tracks to surround it, but I do want to point out something that I looked up from this. And this is regardless of your political beliefs. This is not to say one way or the other. But what I like about this band and what they said specifically about this track, they said learning how to think as opposed to learning what to think is a true feeling of emancipation from the constraints of indoctrination that are so commonplace in our society. That is not directed at one side of the aisle or the other for politics. That's just something good to keep in mind as a human being, and especially as a human being that lives in our country of America. Haven't lived in any other countries, so I don't know how applicable that is, but I would hope that that is probably applicable everywhere, but it is extremely applicable here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the way that I see it is just like, uh, you have to do a lot of inward, uh, inward research of yourself and just realize you know, how much of this stuff is actually of my own opinion? How much of this is my own personal thought or beliefs or whatever, as opposed to it's just to me relaying information that I absorbed? Right. You know, it's just a, there's a difference. That's kind of the difference between knowledge and wisdom. You know, knowledge is something that is information that you've retained and you just kind of keep it for yourself or, you know, you relay it to make a point or to make a to make an observation about something say oh it's like this 
but wisdom is what actually comes from experience. Right. You know, you, you know the feeling, you have hands-on experience, you know what it's like to be in that predicament. So you have a, so that's just kind of where you form your own personality, your own opinions and the things that kind of uh, create your own identity. Now you can try and hold the facade of someone else just based off of an article you read on the internet or in a magazine or wherever, but, and you can just hold that veil above your face. But at the end of the day, when you're alone, you could probably just turn face into a complete 180 and you turn into a completely different person. Right. Yeah. Only no, only you know who you are. So that's what I'm getting about this song. And, you know, funnily enough, I just finished reading the book about bad religion. Do what you want. Great book, by the way, read it. And they talk, they talk a lot about how their lyrics, even in the beginning where it wasn't just like complaining about things that were going on. It's like, yeah, we know what's going on is fucked up and we're pissed off about it, but really think about it. You know, just kind of sit down and realize and just absorb the lyrics and think about what we're saying and kind of by uh, by extent, think about what you are saying. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's what the song is doing. Bad religion hasn't lost their touch. Emancipation of the mind. Yeah, it gets your mind going. So. Well, let's get our minds rolling. Here's Emancipation of the Mind. Let's do it. Yeah, walls of suspicion, spandrels of doubt, spasm of uncertainty, a world all inside out. You, ubiquitous confusion, heads in the sand, self-appointed experts making claims they can't Oh, the victims are easy to find But the wellspring 
victims turned out to be a tragedy. Yeah, the victims are easy to find. But the wellspring of true liberty is emancipation of the mind. Right. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a slogan that rings true to the bad the band name itself. They say any uh any type of authoritarian rule or anything that just has an interest in taking you in, stripping you of your identity and uh molding you into what they want you to be is in and of itself a bad religion. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so there it goes. You know, it just hits on all points in, of the band and their views and their whole catalog. It seems they just know how to be so abstract yet so on point. It's just a weird paradigm that they live on, and that's why I love them and respect them. And I've talked about this band enough. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're gonna play a couple of new tracks then. Plus, there's new tracks like in the albums and new tracks and uh, uh there's a lot of new tracks that we've i've plugged in all over the place but speaking of new tracks the this is newer on rad girlfriend records finally got a chance to listen to this the band is caffeines like a fiend but caffeines in case uh, in case oh, I already, this i already relate to it <laughs> right uh they released the album copophobia k-o-p-o-phobia case i'm mispronouncing that they're into caffeine and coffee and such all right <laughs> sounds <laughs> like sounds like they lived under uh, the descendants uh limelight for a while <laughs> they're a cool band they're from orlando they're on rad girlfriend records the release i think came out on a few others but rad girlfriend records uh we've done an interview with josh raging nathans and played several other bands so that's the album that, or record label i'm talking about specifically on this release I like that label. Uh, they put out quite a few releases last year, which is awesome. Uh, this is a cool band. I like it. We're going to check out the track, Definite Hiatus. It came out October 22nd, so still new, but a little older than some of the other new stuff that we're playing. So uh, here's the Caffeines with Definite Hiatus. <laughs>
they're called dreams, because they're not real. So, you know, you did your best, you tried hard, and you failed. And it's a good thing you learned that music won't get you anywhere now. There's still time to turn your life around. <laughs> I love that show. F is for family. <laughs> <laughs> cool band. I hope you like the caffeines. You should check them out. Rad Girlfriend Records puts a lot of cool bands out. Uh, always happy to play a band coming from that label. And that's a cool release. I really like it. When I finally got a list to it, like, oh, shit, it's going on the show. And here it is. Uh, yeah. There was a new track that I bumped to the older, lesser known, because it's a little older. It's a band that's reached out. I'll get there when we get there. I want uh, I bumped in another new track. Uh, the band is Lazy Class. Phenomenal band out of Poland. They're out of Warsaw in Poland. Uh, so great. I love their previous releases. Uh, they've been a band since 2013. And I want to thank Victor. He reached out to share the song, have us check it out, include it on the show if we like it. Well, I beat him to the punch because I knew when this came <laughs> out and I was already on the band camp and I got it that day and I already had the track. So I want to thank Victor for sharing it with us anyway. But uh, I was definitely planning on putting it on the show. I like this track and it is a first single off of an album that they're going to be releasing this year in 2021. So at this point, it's a single. It was officially released on January 19th, but it, it will be coming out on an album some point in this year. I don't have any date yet in mind when that might be, just 2021, and there's a lot of 2021 left. So be on the lookout. Let's check out this <laughs> track right here, One of the Million. It's awesome. Here is the single. Yeah! 
What a killer track. I like that one a lot. I like the, the message in the music, and they made the music sound so appealing as well. Awesome. I'm looking forward to the rest of that Lazy Class release. Again, one of the million just released about eight days ago on the 19th. Thank you again, Victor, for sharing with us. And Eric, what'd you think? Well, I thought that one was just a had a very classic uh, rowdy skinhead appeal to it, where it's just like a call to arms for everybody around you. Right. Yeah, Good stuff. I love I love that style of uh, skinhead music. I mean, I, I often say a lot of skinhead music is similar, even sounds the same uh, quite a few times. But again, as long as it has that energy, that damn is it listenable. Right. That's great. I really like that Lazy Class track. Again, like I say, I'm looking forward to the release that is coming out this year. So be on the lookout. When they release it, you can best bet either at this show and or over on Punk and Oi Worldwide will definitely be playing more from that release. I bet it's going to be good. Eric, let's do some older, lesser-known tracks. You go first. Yours is actually older. Yep, it is older. Just a shade under a decade older. This is... a. Uh yeah, this came all the way back out in 2011. It was from the uh, the uh, new wave of New York hardcore, and it's the band Backtrack. Good now, band. Backtrack. Yeah, I think Backtrack their last release was uh, like 18 or 19, right? Maybe 19? Something like that. I, I think it was 19. I haven't followed them. I haven't followed them that closely. Well, I saw on their Instagram page, before we get too much further, they put 2008 to 2019, implying, I would assume, that they are no longer a band that uh, through 2019. And so their last release, I think, was in 2019, because we played a track on this show from that last release from Backtrack. I remember doing that. It was a good track. Uh, but it appears, based off of what I see on their Instagram page, that they are more than likely not a band any longer. Yeah, I would. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't put it past them. Cause, I mean, they've been a, they've been around. As soon as you hit the ten year mark as a hardcore band, that's the time where you just kind of a uh, disband. It's possible that they'll come back. They were extremely popular, but in their day, this last decade, one they were one of the high rising hardcore bands that so many kids like latched onto. And and yeah, I can understand why their live shows are. Uh, their live shows are impeccable with their performance and just the reaction they get from the crowd. So much dancing, so much pile-ups, so many, just so much energy coming from them and that's give, given back. Personally, I couldn't really get to get with them on their albums. There was just a few standout tracks, but live, I was like, okay, I get the appeal now. It's good stuff. And they're on a good label. Bridge Nine Records puts out a lot of cool music. Oh, yeah. Bridge Nine, that's one of the one of the pinnacles of like hardcore labels yeah well good track so darker half came out almost 10 years ago yeah almost 10 years ago and uh yeah this song uh is the one that gets stuck in my head the most for for reasons precluding to a meme this uh it's a meme dealing with uh dealing with the simpsons where the where it's uh, coming off of the episode, I think it was in season five, and uh, Homer's going through an adult uh, an adult school, and everyone's taking night classes, and he passes by 
a class is being taught by Mo that's supposed to be funk dancing for adults. <laughs> but they, yeah, but they edit it and it says punk dancing for adults. So it goes with the thing. It's like, say some gangsters it's in your fly girl. Just give him one of these. And then Mo starts dancing in this weird, in this weird way. And then the song Erase the Rat by Backtrack starts playing alongside <laughs> with the visuals. That's awesome. Yeah. So it, it keeps getting stuck in my head because at my job, I'm a, I'm a maintenance worker, you know, because it's a lot of uh, strain in the arms and a lot of walking around. And when I'm walking around, I got to, you know, windmill my arms a little bit. And then I keep thinking of when it cuts to uh, Bart, where he's doing his, I'm going to start doing this, windmilling <laughs> his arms. And if <laughs> and you if walk you into hit, it, it's your own fault. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh yeah, that's the hardcore dance. So immediately when I start doing this, I get the erase the rat stuck in my head. <laughs> and that's the song. That's the song that I chose, Erase the Rat. It's a song that got stuck in my head for probably the most hilarious of reasons. So so yeah, I figured, you know, it's stuck in my head. Why not put it on the podcast? Absolutely. Let's do it. Let's go. track there i think i'd only (laughs) heard the newer album from the last album from the uh, backtrack and so cool to hear that one i hadn't heard that yeah it was a 
Yeah, it's it's got all the little seminal hardcore bits. It's got the it's got the dance portions on there. It's got the semi fast ones, and it's got the build up to that breakdown. Yeah, a lot of a lot of their songs follow the same uh, <clears throat> that same kind of formula, but that's also in typical New York hardcore fashion. You know, it's just it's short, it's straight, it's punchy, and it's to the point. So get in, say what you need to say, get out. Awesome. Uh, that's how a lot of that's the paradigm that a lot of hardcore bands follows, and Backtrack is definitely no exception. Excellent. Well, the track I picked for the show is maybe a lesser known band. They're from Omaha, Nebraska. The band is the Tiananmen Squares. That's plural squares. And their release, Nothing Can Kill the Grimace, came out July twenty fourth of twenty twenty. So it's not that old, but it's about six months old a little over six months old and it was going to be on the new tracks but i decided i'm going to shuffle some stuff around keep all the tracks still on the episode and here it is i'm gonna play it here instead of in the new track portion uh maybe you're familiar with this band i wasn't until recently and i want to thank pete for that thanks pete for reaching out to us sharing his band's music with us nothing could kill the grimace i've been meaning to get on the show Got it on the show. I like this band. The track that we are going to listen to is a drinking song for a new generation. And why not? There's been plenty of other drinking songs out there. Why not one for a new generation? Let's do it. Here's the Tiananmen Squares with drinking song for a new generation. Squares, a drinking song for a new generation. Did that leave you wanting more? Didn't it seem like there something should have came after that? 
Well, it did leave me wanting more. <laughs> there you go. Drinking song for a new generation. Get out there, check out that album, Nothing Can Kill the Grimace. You can go find it on Bandcamp. You can find them in Omaha, Nebraska. We don't get too many bands from Nebraska on this show. It's always a pleasure to play one of the Midwest states there, one of the, the flat states, because we are not so flat here in, in Utah. A lot of mountains. <laughs> yeah. We got a lot of – we live in a valley. That's about as flat as it gets. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, it's a cool band, Tiananmen Squares. Check them out. Now we're going to do a fundraiser track. So I talked about this at the top of the show. The band Two Minute Minor will be releasing Back in Our Day on February 5th of this year. And Back in Our Day is a collection of kids' television shows, theme songs, and covers from the 80s and 90s. The band Two Minute Minor, they have several people that they have do like uh, gang vocals, guest vocals, and so forth on a variety of the songs. All proceeds raised from this uh, this album back in our day is going to go to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. And since they put that on the Bandcamp page, I'm going to throw it out there right now. You can get this National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. Also, you can reach out at suicidepreventionlifeline.org or suicidepreventionlifeline.org slash donate. So you can donate money there. You can buy this. All proceeds from this will be going there. If I know the band Two Minute Minor, they'll probably end up doing merch because these guys are amazing with merch and constant releases and so active. Just one of those great bands for the scene to know, to probably play shows with. I was fortunate enough to get to see them live in Connecticut at, at the uh, Northeast Oi Fest and they're awesome. Cool guys. Definitely support them. I still wear the Up the Pups jacket every single day. That's my winter coat yeah. is my Up the Pups jacket. These guys are awesome. Always doing things for other charities and definitely will continue to play them. There are several cool tracks. I'll run down the track list after this track. This track that we're going to hear is them doing a cover of The Jeffersons. Love that show. That was probably before your time. Did you ever watch that show, Eric? Uh more heard about it in passing so i'm aware that it's i'm aware of its existence but never really uh, never really seen much of it i saw it but i was seeing reruns by the time i was watching tv so i was not watching it when, when the episodes were new but glad that they uh, played the reruns there in the 80s here we go two minute minor doing the jeffersons we're moving on
hardcore in my heart till I die. Best line of the song. <laughs> That's awesome. Wasn't it? That's such a catchy little song right there. It was. It was a catchy song as performed originally for the TV show. I remember singing it and just enjoying that song way back when I watched that show. Haven't seen it since the 80s, I'm sure. Uh, but nonetheless, great. I love what Two Minute Minor does. This is pretty awesome. I'd be curious of the tracks that they're going to cover. There's 10 total, including the Jeffersons. There's DuckTales, VeggieTales, Thundercats, Toxic Crusaders, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Arthur, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, Wishbone, and Reading Rainbow. Wow. <laughs> and this is all two-minute minor doing those? Every one of them. To, uh, quick shout-out to, uh, they said they're honored to have the following kids perform gang vocals for this fun project. They had several kids. I don't know. There's probably a list of 25-plus kids there on there, plus Molly and Chai, uh, mess of some kind of nightmare. Great band there. I've had them on the show. Molly did the interview uh, from some kind of nightmare. This was like three years ago when we had them on the show, and they're doing guest vocals on Veggie Tales. Stephen DeFalco of Frisky Morris and Friends is performing guest vocals on Veggie Tales and Toxic Crusaders. Uh, pretty awesome. They the rest they did they do uh, you know just a great job. Album artwork great as always and yes it is them with some other people kind of helping out but for the you know generally for the most part they're doing the music and most of the singing yep great stuff That's get out awesome. there and check it out it's a great cause if anybody out there feels like you don't have friends and you're listening to this show you can always reach out to us or reach out to other people that listen to the show we're all just a part of a large community of people you know, like-minded people, right? <laughs> Whether we, yeah. we b all believe the same things, we're still like-minded in some way or another. We're all here. And reach out, but use those resources and, you know, donate to those resources because there are a lot of people out there, especially in this last year with so many people having so many hardships and also being stuck, secluded. People are not naturally uh, reclusive, you know, in general. So... Not a great year overall for so many people, so help out with something like this. I'm glad Two Minute Minor is such a great band and constantly is always helping out so many great causes. And this one, suicide prevention, uh, get out there, check them out. Great stuff. Eric, let's get into our great cover-to-cover -cover albums. What'd you pick? Oh, I picked an album that is of utmost importance to me. This was... a. Uh, yeah, this is one of the albums that turned me on to hardcore. And the band is Trial. The album is Are These Our Lives? Now, this is a, this was coming out on the, you know, when there was just like a huge influx of bands that were forming in the new school hardcore fashion, which was metal infused. You know, the kind of uh, picking up a, uh, you know, the band's kind of adding to the puzzle that was started by the Cro-Mags and Judge and and whatnot. And Trial was one of those guys. They still stuck very much to their uh, punk rock roots, but you can sense the metal. You can hear it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So the... Yeah, and the band, when I... 
Yeah, I was first getting into it when a, a very good friend of mine, when we met, she was like engulfed in the hardcore scene, whereas I was engulfed in just the straight punk rock scene. So when we met and started hanging out, we started like swapping bands and it was like, I turned her on to The Descendants and Bad Religion and Against Me. And then she gave me bands. It was like, check out Blood for Blood, check out Bane, check out Expire and Downpressor. And, uh, <laughs> and then it was like, Trial? Yes, you need to listen to Trial. Okay, I will listen to Trial. <laughs> so, so yeah, I went and did a dig on their uh, discography. They have a few other albums. There was the their their debut album, which was Through the Darkest Days. Their Foundation EP, which is also wonderful, and the this is their uh, single full length album. Right. And uh, and yeah, they did. They were only around for. Uh, for just about five years, they started in 95, ended it in 2000, but they still pop up every now and again to do a couple of uh, one-off shows. Um, uh, but right now, they have a uh, they have a label, Panic Records, of which a lot of hardcore bands sign to. One from here is actually signed to that records label as well, Despite Despair. It's pretty awesome. cool. And, uh, and Greg Benick, the singer of this band, you know, he's He's been mentioned a few times on this show. We played his band Bystander on here. And uh, yes, he's involved with, uh, not only involved, he's the founder of the 100 for Haiti charity, helping uh, Haitians uh, get back on their feet as a result of their, uh, the constant state of repair they're in because of the earthquakes. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're still, they're still pretty active, but every once in a while they'll come back. And I did see them a couple of times and, Oh my God! Is it a wonderful show? <laughs> they are just a, such a demanding presence, and the and the other thing is like how I was saying earlier about Bad Religion, how they create songs to really make you think. Uh, a lot of hardcore bands in this time, they were just like trying not to be so straightforward with their message. They were trying to get uh, dig a little deeper and uh, really get under the surface as what causes these problems and. Trial has some of the most intelligent lyrics and intelligent, uh, <clears throat> really just all around thought provoking messages that come up. And are these our lives are, uh, are a testament to that. The first song that I chose is the song War by Other Means, which is just, uh, you know, which is just like, yeah, it's a song about war, but it's also talking about the inner war, like how, how the stuff that correlates, uh, with our with our immediate surroundings. You know, what causes us to be at war with our literal neighbor, pretty much, right. <laughs> and just how it can escalate from there. And, and yeah, on top of that, it is one of the heaviest songs I had ever heard coming out of this time. So uh, it, kind of, uh, it kind of like set the precedent of the precedent of having breakdowns in hardcore that sound the way they do, kind of that bassy build up and then, having a little bit of spoken word and then it just leads up to that whole call call for arms <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean we hear it a lot in hardcore these days but back then it was still like trying to find the right uh let's say the right sieve for it to just uh to just become of a fabric and and anyway, this uh, this song I felt was like one of the best is one of the best representations of that musically, and and yeah, musically, lyrically, it's all around a full package. So let's give it a listen. 
sense the intellect like right in the in the chorus of that song the quote you can't kill an idea it's uh it's paraphrasing uh the uh the alleged last words of che guevara you can kill me but you can't kill my ideas right yeah it's just a yeah just a wonderful just a wonderful song (laughs) so so many uh just so many points being made in just the in just a short run time. Right? Yeah. But it is so. the longest track on this episode, four minutes and nine seconds. Yep. We don't have any <laughs> seven or eight minute tracks for you on this one. We're not playing the Mighty Mighty Boston's track on this episode. <laughs> not yet, anyways. <laughs> Maybe in the future. But we do have one more track. You have one more from Trial from Are These Our Lives. What'd you pick? Yes. What's the last one? Well, this last one and I'm going to give you guys a disclaimer. The intro to this track is a very, I'll say controversial to say the least. It opens up with a, uh, uh, with a, one of the speeches from Hitler. Yes. It's a, it's got a Hitler speech as an opener and the song itself is called legacy. So yeah, on the surface, this seems like a very, uh, it sounds like it's a very, uh, I don't even know the right word, an avoidable track, but that indeed is not, it's not what you were thinking. You know, it's not saying as a, this is our legacy in a positive light. It's displaying it in a negative light. It's like, this as is a, <laughs> yeah. It's like people would look at a, a, someone of German descent or even of white descent and just be like, Oh yeah, you're probably related to uh you're related to the Nazis. They're probably in your ancestry. 
but they're saying, oh, yeah, we very well could be, but it's not like we're trying to follow in their footsteps. And the song itself has a, in the, the closing lines are just fight for a new legacy. Awesome. And it's, yeah, and it's something that can go across the board. You know, if, uh, if you or a uh, person or, you know, the genealogy or the ancestry of which you are related, uh, you know, has a very, uh, <laughs> has a very controversial past, a negative past held in the negative light. And, and people are like trying to hold you responsible for it. It's like, I'm not responsible for that. I just happen to be related to it, but it's not like I want to continue that. I'm trying to shake myself off from that. Yes. People should yeah. apply that to a lot of things. Yeah, they really should. But that's, yeah, but that is in question what the, yeah, that is the subject of the song Legacy. So, so yeah, I didn't want to just uh, go ahead and play it and just be like, oh, it's opening up with one of uh, the speeches from Nazi Germany. It's like, one of those things that grabs your attention, but these guys are not in support of that. They're using it to drive home a point. Well, let's let them do it. Yep, let's do it. Fight for a new legacy by trial. Sie waren uns der Garant des Sieges. Sie sind uns der Garant des Friedens. Yeah. 
Great track. Yeah, it's a wonderful track. Makes you want to, makes you just want to do a deep dive into everything that's wrong with that world. Right? And like you said, fight for a new legacy. Yeah. And another thing, uh, another thing that I said this in there, it was a lyric that stand, stood out to me. Excuses become our legacy. Yeah, no kidding. You know, just people constantly trying to sweep stuff under the rug, keep it from coming out. But it's like, yeah, you can keep hiding it, but what are you going to do if it eventually comes out? You got to be prepared for something like that. You got to have an explanation. You know, it's not going to be an excuse, but it will. Ex- that's the that's the thing. You know, expl- explanations are not excuses, and it's not the same the other way around. Right. You know, it's just uh, in short, it's t- saying that you got to own up to. Uh, uh, you got to own up to your shortcomings. And as a race, we got to own up to the fact that, yeah, it was it was a stupid thing. It shouldn't have been done. Yeah. And we're doing our best to not let it repeat itself, despite despite certain goings of on within the last few years. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that is Trial. That is Are These Our Lives, a hugely influential album for me. and. Uh, for the creation of my band anonymous i mean this was the band that i started listening to it and i'm like yeah you know what these uh punk songs that i had written would sound better if they had a breakdown like this <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah thank you trial for uh, setting me on that on that course and thank you for just being an awesome band with one of my most favorite albums of all time so that's where i'm gonna leave it with this one i mean do go out and listen and absorb the rest of this album. It, it'll it be worth it. Trust me. <laughs> well, the album I picked, I have a lot less to say other than I like it. I came across it recently. It was one of those ones that, you know, it's a new band. Their debut album is this album. It came out October 31st of 2020. So just this past Halloween, it came out. But I missed it, just came across it, I want to say, just after the New Year. So it's been a couple weeks. But I really liked it. They're, the band is The Rejected SF meaning they're coming from San Francisco. Uh, it's hardcore punk. It's good stuff. I like that style of music. I came across this band, and I thought, awesome, I want to play them on the show. And then I started listening to the whole album, and I couldn't pick. There were so many great tracks. I thought, well, shit, I'll pick a couple. This is a great album. So the self-titled album from The Rejected SF is The Rejected SF. And the first track we are going to get into is Gotta Get Out of This Town, a uh, great band. They are uh, political as well. They have a cool message uh, throughout you know, a variety of their songs. So if you're into that style as well, check it out. Here's two. First one being Gotta Get Out of This Town. We'll talk about the second one before we play it. Here we go. Right, 
Got to get out of this town. That's the rejected SF. Eric, what'd you think of the first one there? Well, you know how you said, uh, what was that thing you said before you introduced this album? I don't even remember. You said you liked it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I do. Indeed, yeah. I do. Yes, I'm going to second that. Well, I, uh, I will add a third to that. Excellent. <laughs> I, am, I do. Well, more or less, I like the song. So I got to say, if uh, the rest of the album sounds similar to uh, Gotta Get Out of This Town, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'll end up liking this album. Well, I think you might. We'll give you a second taste and see if you agree after this track right here is called Surveillance State.
That is the rejected SF. The track is Surveillance State. Self-titled that came out back on Halloween. Get out there and check out the rejected SF. They're out of San Francisco, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> rejected, rejected from San Fran. Yes. Uh, good stuff. And, yes, that first track, Got to Get Out of This Town. If I was anywhere in California, I would have wanted to get out of that town, too. Way, way too strict of lockdown compared to where we have been. We've been very fortunate considering the, the type of restrictions we've had here compared to pretty much anywhere in California. Yeah. Those, uh, yeah, the high populous states. <laughs> yep. Uh, good stuff. I like it. Uh, check out the album. Album again. Came out on Halloween. That's the Rejected SF. Eric, let's wrap up the show with some metal. What'd you pick? Yeah. Some metal. Well, there were, in the month of January, there have been two outstanding death metal releases. The first of which I played in the last episode, which was the new Gate Creeper uh, EP album, kind of in between, that whatever you want to refer to it as. Either way, it's good. The other was a band from Fort Worth, Texas called Frozen Soul. And we played Frozen Soul on the show before, uh, just from their uh, uh, their early EP that came out, I want to say it was like two years ago. Okay. I, I'm, for, I'm forgetting the numbers, but... What I'm not forgetting is that on the 8th of this month, they released their debut LP, Crypt of Ice. And man, does that thing slam. It's uh, Yeah, it is about as heavy as an iceberg. We'll say that. And man, they just, uh, they know how to bring the old school death metal sound in the same vein as Obituary, where it's, uh, where it's just full of slamming, just like, just like, giant dominoes falling on top of you and it's just got <laughs> yeah it's got a lot of personality to it and these guys know how to yeah these guys have just given everything a nice little update from that ep while it's still a good ep it is uh it does have that same uh, viscosity of a demo where it's like okay this is what we have now let's uh take what we got from here all the best parts and see what we could do to uh you know to build on top of that and they do both in uh obviously in track listing but also in just the you know and just the the sentient feeling where it's like the music is in the room with you you're not just listening to it on the ears you're listening to to it it's almost like it's presenting itself from another from another area if that makes any sense i'm kind of going off on a ramble here <laughs> um but yeah i chose the yeah, I chose the song Twist the Knife from here because it still has this kind of old-school hardcore approach to it where it's, uh, yeah, it's got a lot of slamming metallic riffs. They still hold themselves as a metal band, but with uh, these little breakdown shuggy parts on there where had it been presented in a different way, it could very easily fall as a hardcore song. Kind of like how Gate Creeper molds their style as well. You know, they have a lot of hardcore and grindcore influence and they just present it in the style of late 80s early 90s death metal frozen soul does very much the same here but but yeah just in like a different light just uh you know i hear difference between these guys so so yeah if you if we have any uh headbangers on <laughs> listening right now let's see if you can uh let's see if you can decipher some differences listening to this one this is twist the knife from frozen soul
Twist and I Frozen Soul. Oh, yeah. I love that it's bookended by that crunchy bass line. <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me of the song uh, uh, Anti-Tank by Bolt Thrower. Awesome. I don't know that one, but that sounds awesome. Yeah. Maybe that's something I had to play on the show. If I haven't already. I don't think so. Uh, it doesn't sound familiar. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I probably haven't. But I'll get, yeah, I'll get Bolt Thrower on there. Because it's a, uh, they have a similar style to that one. That's what it. That's another band that they remind me of. But yeah, Frozen Soul, get out there and listen to them because a lot of people are loving it. They get they mailed like a bunch of their uh, records over to Grey Whale, and uh, and one of my friends she uh, she said to uh, let uh, she told one of the hosts over there to uh, set one aside, and they were like, um, they went already, but they're gone. <laughs> really yeah we couldn't even hold one aside for ourselves like this uh, the demand was just too damn high that's awesome good for them yeah i'm I'm stoked when a when a good band gets that type of uh uh what is it promotion i guess not not even promotion popularity there you go yep because i feel it's well deserved so hopefully when shows come back up these guys make a stop up here i hope (laughs) (laughs) Well, or fuck it, I'll just have to go to them. <laughs> either way, hopefully you get there. Hopefully they get coming again. Yeah. All right. So that was that was Frozen Soul, Crypt Device, still a fresh album. Listen to more of it. Well, we're going to wrap up the show. One more metal pick, which is probably, just as you described, maybe a little more hardcore. Uh, there's The band is locked in. They released Not Dead Yet EP. They released that on Christmas Day in 2020, so it is still new. It's only about a month old, this release is. Uh, They're a hardcore slash metal band. I picked the track that I think sounded the most metal on there. They definitely have a hardcore sound, but I'm plugging it in here anyway. They're from Perugia, Italy, and they've been a band since 2007, so coming up on 14 years as a band. Congratulations to them. It's pretty awesome. The track that I'm going to pick that I think sounds the most metal from Not Dead Yet is Dying City. Let's give it a listen. Here is Locked In. Nobody's really ever heard your words 
So <laughs> it's a great track. I still think, you know, they mostly sound hardcore, but they're kind of, they're supposed to be hardcore metal. Maybe some of their previous stuff maybe had more of a metal sound. I think a lot of it has very hardcore sound to it. But nonetheless, that's where I played it. What do you think? Yeah, I'd have to... Yeah, I'd have to agree with you on that. It's in a lot of the same vein as they, uh, as those kind of sort of bands where it's like kind of metal, sort of hardcore, but right. right in the middle, it's just like got this little peak that comes up and meets at the top, and it's just a, a very even divide. Right, I agree. Yeah, and I like it. I'm, I really just uh, gave myself the EP so I can listen to that more. Yes, it's good stuff. They're again, they're from Perugia in Italy. The band is locked in. Go check out the EP they released on Christmas, Not Dead Yet. Great stuff there. Yeah. Very good stuff from what I heard. <laughs> yes. That is going to wrap up the show. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube Music, Amazon Music, Player FM, SLCPunkCast.com, and probably some other places. We're, we're, we're around. You found us somewhere. You can find us a lot of places. Check it out. Hope you enjoyed it. You can find all the bands on Instagram at Bad Religion Band, at Caffeines FL for Florida, at Lazy underscore Class underscore Oi, at Backtrack NYHC, at Two Minute underscore Minor, and that's the number two, Two Minute underscore Minor, at The Rejected SF, at Frozen Soul TX, at Locked In underscore HC, and the show is at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you? On Instagram at scary uncle underscore Eric underscore SLC. And my band is also on Instagram at anonymous underscore band official. And also going to do a plug because, uh, you know, next week the band camps waiving their fees on the, on the first Friday. So that will be anonymous SLC.bandcamp.com. Also got to do another plug here. We, uh, Recently sold out of our first round of cassette tapes. Awesome. And congratulations. Thank you. And as we speak, as I literally just received a message that the tapes are made and they are getting dubbed right now. So we will have another uh, 25 tapes to uh, go out there. And, and yeah, if you feel the need to own a physical copy of our cassette tape, please message me on that Instagram. We will get them sent out. We already got two orders that we can't fill right now, but just now, starting tomorrow, we'll be able to uh, fill any orders that come our way. Excellent. Well, keep that in mind, everybody, and keep it in mind, as Eric said, for Bandcamp Friday, which is next Friday, February 5th. If you like any of these bands that we're playing on the show, go check them out there. Support the bands. Do whatever you can. Listen to them. Listen to them on Spotify, wherever you're going to listen to them. Give them some Listens on YouTube, increase those view counts on YouTube. Whatever you can, support the bands you love. Keep the scene going. Support your scene. You can find all these bands on Facebook at Bad Religion, at Caffeines FL, at Lazy Class Oi, at Backtrack NYHC, at Tiananmen Squares Omaha, at Two Minute Minor Hardcore. The Rejected San Francisco has a page. San, or sorry, at Frozen Soul TX, at locked.in.hc, and the show is at SLC Punkcast. Eric, any final thoughts before we wrap it up? Well, kind of an 
what kind of seemed like an underlying theme in this episode, at least with, uh, at least what I noticed with my picks, it's like, uh, you know, sit down and listen to your music and absorb what they are saying. And, and yeah, again, don't feel the need to uh, adhere to those lyrics. Cause I mean, there's a lot of music I listen to where I can't, you know, personally relate to the tracks, but I can relate on a certain level, you know, but don't let the don't let anything define you coming from that thing. You know, they're not trying to define you. They're trying to like show you an idea of life. Maybe you can relate to it. Right. So, so yeah, with that, with that being said, just uh, listen, absorb and see how it correlates with your life. And they're passing on in some respects, they're passing on lessons from their experience to help, help keep you from avoiding that same thing any anything that they go through is what they went through it's personal to them and it's coincidental if it's personal to you so right there you go <laughs> excellent and on that note everybody thank you for joining us all the way up until and sticking around for even this up to this part of the show and until the next one chris play the fucking outro <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>